Welcome back to another episode of Rip Through It Podcast. It is episode eight. That's eight yeah. weeks. doesn't feel like it. It feels like it's flown by so quickly. But um, no, we're having a lot of fun. And, yeah. and from what you're saying, you're getting a few comments too, which is yeah. nice. Time flies when having fun. Um, that's what we do here. People, yeah. People's podcast. 100%. Yes, got no, some we good are, TV time, I yeah, saw. Yeah, 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 Sunday. So I did the footy show. Uh, they kind of stitched me up a bit there on the on the Sunday. Um Obviously, you know you probably watched it. Uh, Chompers, oh, Chompers kind of set me up. He goes, yeah. uh, you know, you know Billy, you know Damo, you know Lloydie. Oh, you know Kane. So they are a little bit confronting, but it was actually it was good. Uh, it was good to see his his opinion up up in person. So um, no, it was a good show. Um, and then I ended up cutting Brownie's hair, so it was uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, and he didn't ask for a refund. No, I didn't ask for a refund. Yeah. He was actually no, he had a, he had a good point and. Um, the professionalism of Robinson really showing through because we should we should have been fighting on stage, but it didn't happen. So yeah, uh, it was all good. No, 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 good. Well done, well done, and uh, a lot of talking points to, yeah. to get into today. Yeah. So we'll start. Why not with with Dane because yeah, it's, it's on the it's big on, screen right it's now. On the big screen now, and uh, I think I, I think in the last twenty four hours, uh, well, we can see fine for comments to an umpire, and and then also, um, yeah, the the the. Uh, what do we want to call it now? The the, the shaking of the post or I'm the climbing of the post? Or hasn't whatever. really been named yet, has it? No, no. Obstruction um, of the goalpost or point yeah. post. I think... Um, now, I'm conflicted here because I, I don't know yeah. where you sit on it. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about this for the last couple of days. I actually don't... Oh, I, I, the decision could have gone either way and I yeah, probably okay. wouldn't have been fine with it. I don't know. I would have been fine with it either way. I, th- I don't think the uh, Sydney Swan supporters would have been with fine with it. I think everyone's kind of sitting on the fence with what should have actually happened. Um, I've had similar incident with uh, Dane Rampey. Obviously, I didn't climb a goalpost, but um, in elimination final versus Richmond, um, I kind of went up third man up in a right contest on the goal line and punched it over the line to what I thought was just conceding a point and would get ball, and ball uh, possession of the ball. So... Obviously, I was wrong. Uh, it was a free kick right in front of goal, and that put him up by a couple of goals. Um, thankfully, uh, a few minutes later, I went down the other end and kicked one myself, kind of repaying uh, the boys for that mistake. But I can understand in the heat of the moment, um, it's you know the season's on the on the line type thing. I think it's their second win of the season, yeah, which keeps yeah. them off the bottom ladder. So I understand yeah. all the emotions that was going through it for Dane Rampy to do that. Um, it's just a, it's a real different one. It's a, I think it shocked the community because we haven't really seen that ever. Everyone was in shock. The, the no closest one... thing to that was when Lee Matthews or whoever it was ran Malcolm Blight ran through the goalpost and snapped it in half. Um, yeah, probably the closest thing we've seen to that. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I don't mind either way if it was a free kick against or if they just let it go because um, Andre Jean Fagner, the umpire who was there, he told him to get off the post straight away. He did. Um, I think everyone was just like, "What the hell was going on? What's he doing that for?" And everyone's yeah. kind of fixated on what's happening with Myers and the ball. Um, who's a massive left foot kicker goal. So, yeah, it's a weird one. I think he's copped a fair bit and he's um, quote-unquote said he's embarrassed by the fact that, that um, he's a vice-captain of the club and I don't think he was trying to do anything untowards, um, you know, the actual goalkeeper besides put him off, I think. So, yeah. we see a lot of weird things happening these days. Um, even Zach Tui, with me last oh, last year before against Geelong, he kind of turned his back on the mark when I was oh, shot on the siren. So, didn't put me off, but it's just funny to see that. So yeah, I think yeah. everyone's aware now what you can and can't do. And, and there's other rules that just got brought up as well. That you can't sit on someone's shoulders on the goal line to be a foot taller. So yeah. can't do that either. So there's a lot of things going on. But I think if he had t- his time again, obviously he wouldn't do it. Yeah. But, um, I mean, a vice captain or co-captain of an AFL yeah, team doesn't just, know the rule. Just, I mean, yeah. it, it is a strange one and we haven't seen it. And I, I think the issue 
that I'm hearing about coming through the media is if it was awarded a free kick, the AFL's position would be the same as it is as it is right now, yeah. where a no call is the right call. So, <coughs> what what is it? I, and I think, I think this they, is yeah. where this is where the frustration comes from. Is what is the like? Should it have been a free kick or, or not a free kick? Because I think the decision either way yeah. wouldn't have changed the AFL's position. And, and I can understand that too because it is yeah. it is such a unique situation. Yeah. I think the it. AFL is backing the umpires usually with that circumstances. Like oh, I don't know how I re- would have reacted if I was the umpire. Obviously, there's a rule in place, but I don't think it's ever been used. That's why it's one of those things that yeah. um, he acted the way he thought he should get off the goalpost. Um, that's what um, the umpire was saying. Gene Fagner was saying, get off the goalpost. He did. Obviously, the Essendon players, you can see, were up in arms with what he was actually doing. Um, it's been a uh, a rule since, I think, the start of time that you can't shake or you know move the goalpost to affect a shot at goal because that's the only time you're really going to do it. So in, in those circumstances, I think... Um, that was fine. Just a warning: get off the post and play on because it didn't really affect the kick in in at all um, because it didn't make the distance. But it's just one of those things that I think it kind of refreshes everyone's mind what you can and can't do. And uh, I don't know. It was just weird to see that, and it's a funny talking point because he's obviously been um, the forefront of the media for like the last oh, since the game since yeah. that actually happened. So um, they got a win. Good on them, um, Rampy. I think you will learn from that, and I think everyone else does as well. Yeah, and look, it won't happen again this weekend. So, like, let's. <laughs> and let's if it does, then let's put some context. Someone's been it. hiding under a rock. So, yeah, one hundred percent. And um, I, I know you had some tweets that went viral over yeah. the last couple of days. Yeah, people so. know me now. I'm kind yeah. of a, kind of a big deal getting around these. You're parts. a brand. I'm a which, brand, which is which is a name that we're we're, we're building stop, up stop. here too. Yeah. Um, so yeah. obviously, um, your boy again. He's featuring this podcast. We haven't got him on here yet. He's He's coming. He's coming. We've got the setup here now. He's yeah, all ready to go. I've yeah, spoken to him. Um, it's looking pretty schmick. Nah, obviously on. I was um uh, pretty pissed off with what um what happened with that. Um, here we go. Here yeah, we no, go. No, no. I know you're gonna get defensive. Here we go. Um, no, it could be our first on on air fight. So oh. here we are. Let's lay it out. Emma. Nah. Um. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for the verdict. I, I thought there would have been an actual slap on the wrist this time. Maybe a fine. Um. He got fined last week. They tried to get off that, but he got yep. fined. So I don't understand why he didn't this week as well. Um, it's a tough one because I don't think it's a suspension in terms of, I don't think he should get suspended for the act, yeah. but, but the rules of the game is you can't hit someone with a raised elbow, regardless of if you're trying to bump a bar or stop someone's run from getting a handball receive. It's one of those things that I think the AFL have a gray area in so many rules at the moment. And they, that's what happens when you keep bringing in new rules every year. No one really understands what is wrong and right, um, mm. in terms of that. So I've, I've actually paid a close attention because I know for a fact I've got done for that exact same thing last year around one of my 150th. Um, I got a week for it and we didn't bother fighting it because they say clearly if you hit anyone, any any contact above the shoulders is a suspension with a raised elbow. So I just don't understand what's going on. And obviously I was um, I was going to take, I was going to go to Twitter no matter what and tweet something. Um, obviously text our media manager first. My first idea, Campbell Brown kind of went down that line of having to have a brown load of win. Uh, to get off a suspension for Sam Durden um, in his case. So yep. um, there's every, everyone's going to be, oh, you know, he's a go to the game, he's a champion bloke. And I don't yeah. really care who you are. Yeah. I just, the but action, is that, action is that outcomes his fault that people nah, consider nah, him nah. to be the goat? Like, 
No, it's not. That's why people are saying that. Like, oh, you, you know, he has credit in the bank. I'm like, there's no credit in the bank. If he done that and elbow someone and got and broke his jaw, that's eight weeks straight away. Yeah, yeah so but see, see, and this we've is spoken my, about this. But this is my argument. This. Yeah, what if his arm went up ten centimeters more? He would have got him in the head. Yeah, well, mate, if my auntie had stones, she'd be my <laughs> uncle. Like, well, well, like we don't live in a world of hypotheticals. If he raised his arm ten meters higher and he got. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, his opposition player in the head, he'd be out. Okay, then riddle suspension. me this, Mr. Mr. Um, what's the stones and stuff. Um, if I went to shoot someone with a gun, mm. I'm not going to do it. But and if I shoot him and, I was, and it didn't kill him, but it's like if they said I was 10, centi- 10 centimetres higher, oh, you could have killed them. Yeah, well, mate, with I still am trying to shoot someone. Yeah, well, we're and that's a facts, that's mate. that's a that's a fine. It's not, attempted murder. It's a, not murder. That's a suspension. <laughs> it's attempted murder. It's not murder. Exactly. I like, know, oh, but it's still the same thing. He's attempted to block his run per se, yeah. um, and he's copped him high. That's a week. Bang. But every, what are you taught in that situation? Yeah, okay. you taught it. You taught, taught to, to yeah, bumper bar. So, yeah. and, and you can make a case that Gold Coast don't even have a chance of winning the game on the weekend yeah. if Nick Holman oh, yeah. is actually bumper barred. Yeah, probably. So, like, there was three opportunities to yeah. stop him the demons would have reviewed that um i reckon because obviously it's a he had three possessions in that play and ran past numerous players and didn't get bumpered um we talk about it all the time like if we once against the bulldogs we understand there's players on their back line who like to run and carry they start their handball chains from the back line and get the offense going so a big one for us is putting on bumper bars and mm. stopping their run um I don't have any problem with that because that's the thing in the game. Like, that's what we do. Um, possession getters in the back line are, are there to get possessions, not to really to defend. So we know what their strengths and weaknesses are. Ablett's obviously done that with Sam Wright and unfortunately he's l- like lunged for contact to do that, but he's hit him in the head, which is, in my eyes, and in the rules, I thought was a weak. So I don't, like, I obviously respect Gary and I love everything he does for the game and what he's been, what he's been able to accomplish. So... Nothing towards him, and even Fife, like that's just ridiculous. Yeah. That, that's but, a and week. And I, I thought they're they different. Were they're, yeah, they're different things. Yeah, um, he's literally just um, bumped him in the head, like he's thrown the elbow last second, uh, yeah. and Lynch was on the way down. So there's no need for that. So I don't know, man. Like I just get angry with these things, and I, I know for a fact it was me. Um, I would have got a week no matter what. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if this happens again next week. And and we talk about action versus outcome. If he does. Say if Gary does do that again and hurts someone or knocks someone out, and then he's definitely going to get weak. So that's why I'm yeah one hundred percent. That's like, why like we're talking about action versus outcome. Yeah, so yeah. I hate seeing things based on medical reports and <coughs> Sam Durden to get a week for a bump. That's that I have an issue with that. <coughs> yeah, yeah, and, and and I know there was a, a change in the ruling um, with accidental uh, head clashes, accidental head clashes over the summer, and there's there's no room for accidents in in that circumstance. Yeah. There his really in, needs yeah. to be. His intent wasn't to headbutt him in the head. Like, yeah. it is a fine bump. He's low. He hasn't, like, done any malicious acts in it. He's just literally just stopping, uh, giving his um, teammate some extra space to run and, like, do a long down the line kick. So, yeah. Gary Wrong came off second best. That's, for me, that's fine. You've got to expect contact in this game. And yeah. if accidental head clash or someone breaks an arm accidentally, you just say, oh, that's accident. Like, that's not. Yeah. wasn't intending to do that. So I don't yeah. know. I don't like <coughs> people getting suspended for a bump. They shouldn't just, just wipe out the whole bump together Yeah, if you can't do it. No, 100%. And uh, another major talking point, which I, I think a lot more will be made in the coming days, is the uh, 
Adam Good's documentary, yeah, the, the yeah. final quarter, which uh, I'm not too sure whether you saw the, the, the media reports in the last two days, but I, I believe the AFL CEOs were um, given a private screening yep. um, at their monthly meeting yesterday. And I think the um, Indigenous boys around the game had a chance to, to, to view the documentary On as well camp, at the yeah. Indigenous camp earlier yeah. in, in the year. So... Um, there seems to be, um, I suppose, a lot of discussion being had um, in regards to the documentary, and and it really focuses on. Oh, again, I haven't seen it yet. It comes yeah. out, I think, June. Yeah, June seventh on my yep. birthday it comes birthday. out. So Fantastic. I'll be spending that. Uh, I'll probably fly to Sydney Festival. I think it's been shown there. But uh, yep. in all honesty, it's one of those things that um, I actually can't wait to see it, and I'll be showing um, my kids that documentary. Um, I've heard. It's very confronting and it kind of raises awareness of actually what he went through and how he reacted to what was going on. Um, I think it was a bit of a disgrace what was actually happening. I was a bit naive at the time. I think 2014, 2015 when it was all happening. Yep, yep. So I was a bit, I was younger and I was, didn't understand um, what actually the booing was about. I initially thought it was about him sliding in with his feet and um, that's why we brought in that rule, you know, no contact below the knees because he was involved in a few of those and that's why I thought it was around that. Um, obviously... To him, it wasn't that, and that's what not not a lot of people saw in the AFL. Definitely could have came in and stopped it because we've had a lot of discussion about booing in the game recently, and the AFL have kind of been big on and the community as well and the social support that we've been getting for, um, you know, taking a tolerance on you know trolls on the internet, um, racism in our game, Eddie Betts fiascos, those things that have been happening in our game. So. It's a really tough one, but it's something that I can't wait to see. And um, I'm anticipating that it's going to bring a lot of light to what actually happened with Adam Goods. And I've met him a few times post his retirement and it obviously played a big factor in um, his life post footy. He's doing a lot of work with, I think you mentioned off air, that he's doing a lot of work with the Go Foundation, which is yeah. him and Michael O'Loughlin. Yep, yep. Um, and that kind of alluded to the fact that when he won the All-Australian, oh, not All-Australian, when he won the um, Australian of the Year Award. So people thought that that award was given to him based on the fact that, you know, trying to make a bit of, Know, take a bit of, I don't want to say like take, take a bit of ownership off off the community for not really backing him up during those tough times, and yep. um, people kind of saw that award that is just a gimme, like you know just gave it to him. But he's done a lot of work in the community, and he's been a big one for the indigenous culture and within the game. So I think the AFL definitely could have come in. I think we learned from it. I think the AFL actually, before I say that, I think I actually we actually all as a community and as a whole and as players, we learn a lot from the Adam Goods um, saga and I think it's we are we are acting better to those things now. Um, as I said, you know, booing's a part of the game. I actually don't mind booing. Yeah. Uh, it gets, gets the crowd yeah, so, involved. Yeah. It's, it's just a respect for the just, champions of the game in, yeah, in, in, yeah, in, yeah. in how I look at it. And it's just, if it's done in the right manner, like obviously yeah, in game, if Adam, if Adam Goods had played West Coast and they were booing him in that game because obviously, you know, he's, Won a premiership against them. Yep. Um, I understand that, but when, but when it was other teams, and I think we take it back to 2015 Indigenous round when he did the war dance. He was getting booed heavily versus Colton, and in the pocket he did the the celebration, the the war dance, and he threw a spear at the end of it. So, yeah, um, which you were in that game. Was that the? No, I was up here then. So that was that was a year oh, after okay. got cut from the, the club. But yeah, um, in saying that, like. He was doing that to celebrate his culture. He was kind of standing there saying, this is me, um, yeah. this is what I stand for. During Indigenous Round. During Indigenous Round. And, I remember, yeah. And I just, I just can't fathom what would, what would have been taking place back in the day, especially the Nicky, Nicky Wimmer um, incident when he you know put his shit up and pointed to his skin saying, I'm proud of yeah. who I am, um, boo me all you like. So I'm actually looking really forward to it, um, to, to watching this documentary. And as I said, I've got an Indigenous partner and, and my kids as well. So yeah, of course. It's um, something that I'd love to um, you know show and watch with them and, and um, 
kind of show play, show what he's done for the game and what he's done for everyone. Yeah, and so you touched on it there. You sort of suggested that the AFL didn't do enough yeah. um, at the time. So is that is that a view that you hold quite firmly? I do. Yes, honestly, I believe that. I think as a as a community, as I mentioned before, we've gotten a lot better at understanding these things actually do occur, um, and and being a close friend with Indigenous players. Um, obviously, Eddie Betts, Jeffrey Garlett, Charlie Cameron. They've all had incidents as well when they haven't made public at times. Um, so I think we have learnt from what wasn't going on for Adam Goods. Like he would have loved the AFL to come out and just put a like absolute big stop to this and just say, "Look, this isn't going. This isn't happening anymore. We're not. We don't. We don't condone this. This is not a thing that we want in the game. Um, it's not just booing him because he's a player and champion of the game. This is this is more than that. And I think the AFL could have really put a stamp on that and. They kind of let him out to dry. I think the Sydney Swans are trying to do stuff. And even then, we didn't have players coming out like we do now, um, supporting our Indigenous and multicultural players. So I think we've learnt as a whole how to do all these things. Um, and that that's, I guess we can say that's that's a good thing that yeah. you know, someone went through it and now he's making a stand and he's bringing light and raising awareness. And, it, and it's only fitting that it's Sir, Dick, Sir Douglas Nichols next uh, round 10, round 11 round. Yep. So, yep, it is. Um, yeah, I think this is something that should be shown in schools and shown in you know the AFL clubs and um, the racial vilification that we go through with AFLP. I think we'll, we'll jump on board this. Yeah, and, and from what you read in the, the Herald Sun and the Age and um, AFL.com, it, it looks as though this is going to be a very confronting yeah. um, look for the AFL in terms of just the perception around how they handled it. And yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm not too sure what the response is going to be, but I think everyone's really intrigued as to, to what it looks like. So I, I know I certainly can't wait to, yeah. to see... Um, it come out after the Sydney Film Festival, I think, in June, and yeah. then it'll be available for for all schools um, around the country. And uh, personally, I, I think we'll look back in twenty twenty five years, hopefully a lot earlier yeah. than that, and realise how much of a disgrace yeah. um, that period was. And as yeah. you said, it was a massive learning for for everyone. But yeah. I, I think we'll all look back on it and think, yeah, that doesn't. We'll, we'll be very uncomfortable. Yeah, it doesn't sit well. Now, especially that we understand, I think we understand a lot more about the situation and what what he's gone through when this comes out. Um, he's just done so much for the game, and he's actually a great human being. And for him to, I'm pretty, I feel like it tarnished his career a little bit. Um, the last so you couple do, of years, you, yeah, I, I yeah. do, yeah. And yeah. that's why you just got to feel for him because and we see booing now. We see Gary Ablett getting booed and stuff, and we can't correlate the you know anything like that with him. It's just more the fact that it's Gary Ablett champion, champion of the game, game yeah. and Pendlebury getting booed on Anzac Day. Yeah. Um, obviously, the other team was upset because he you know, played so well and they thought they got the rub of the green that game. So, But to get that every game for, for the last two years of your career, um, yeah. I, I can't imagine that. That's something that you obviously love. You love rocking up playing footy, but if you know full well you're going to a game and getting booed for the colour of your skin and, and what you stand for, I, I can't imagine that and I can't put myself in his shoes. So hopefully... This documentary will kind of shed some light on what he actually feels and how he went through that process. And um, I saw Gil come out and say it's very, conf- very confronting, and it's it's going to be a good thing. But obviously, shed some light on what happened in the past, and we have learned from this. So hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, we can all wrap our heads around what he went through and um, show the man some respect and what he's been through.
Yeah, absolutely. And another champion of the game that was spoken about a lot last week, which probably is a surprise to me. I'm not too sure about you, but Ruffy yeah. uh, with Hawthorne and, yep. and being omitted and, and going back to, to, to the VFL. Um, Patrick Dangerfield said to, to Damien Barrett in uh, the in the game podcast on afl.com.au that um, one of the things he most admired about Adam Goods was when he went back to the NEFL and found form and fitness okay. and, and came back into um, the, the seniors. And, and obviously with Ruffy, been in that position last week. Mm. Um, how, how did you see the the omission and, and I suppose even the commentary around it because he gave some good advice to your old mate. Yeah, no. Nah, f- well, obviously, yeah. Um, the first thing I noticed was he's in my dream team, so I was a bit flat about that. But to see the way he reacted and when he went back to the VFL, um, it's credit to himself and the way he goes about his business. Um, they would have had cons- discussions last year with the coaches and the, the list management of what his role was. I think he was still captain at the time. So... You know, he would have been wanting to do that and obviously he's a big leader at the club. Um, so for him to go back at the VFL and do what he did, kick five goals, if you saw the footage of him helping out Ruben Williams, Mike's teammate, um, you know, that, well, I've spoken to him and he's talking about, um, you know, keep going for the balls. I don't know why he was playing on him anyway. Ruben Williams is like smaller than me. Mate, so yeah, he's playing on yeah. a key defender Ruffy, so he had a yeah. day out. But no, it, I was actually, on the Saturday I was with, with um, Chris Fagan uh, at the breakfast table and we are talking about... Um, how he feels about it. Obviously, he had a lot of time at um, Hawthorne and very close to Ruffy. So he he mentioned along the lines that he wants to go through list management when he retires. And um, well, I was kind of asking, do you reckon it tarnishes what what he's done in the game? Does it you know is it a blight that he's you know, playing VFL now? And we all had a discussion with the, with us on the table, and it was more the fact that um, he he understood what his role was in the team, and if he wasn't performing to his best, like he admitted um, that he wasn't upset with going back to the VFL and getting some form in there. So He's gone back, kicked five goals. I'd be upset if he – not upset, but I, I, would, I wouldn't love to see him play VFL all year and then yep. retire at the end of the year. Yep. Um, it's something that I think that – I want great at the game and four, four-time premiership player. Um, I think he won a Coleman. Um, yeah. So yep. I don't want to see him finish his career in the VFL. I'd love to see him either go back for a couple of weeks and if he's not up to standard, give him a farewell game um, and see him off in a, in, a, in a way like that. So – um, good on him though. He's been through so much adversity, and he's, you know, he's yeah. had cancer, and he's been through all that. Um, so, I, yep. my partner loves him. Emma loves him. Um, yep. So it's one of those things that hopefully he just goes a couple of weeks, kicks a bag of goals, and comes back up and performs well. But it's hard when Hawthorne beat GWS like they did. So I can yeah. miss him without him in the team. One hundred. I think we're all barracking for for Ruffy. Come um, on, Ruffy, get back up there. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm told that uh, you're everyone's favourite person at the moment in <laughs> AFL fantasy. I don't play Dream Team or, or AFL fantasy, but yeah. I, I'm told that you're in red hot form okay, for yep. more reports. Yep. Um, no. So you got to make sure that you you keep it up. We might start the very first campaign for for all Australian selection. Uh, we might be the first media channel to to ever champion someone in such a biased sense. For an All-Australian. And I could probably get an award for the biggest um, douchebag too because if I'm on my own podcast saying I'm All-Australian form, then we, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate and I don't want to lose any viewers because they love the podcast. We might get the people but to in really saying build that, this campaign. I uh, could fit on the half-forward flank. I think there could be an interchange spot there <laughs> waiting for you. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. No, uh, no, no, playing some good footy at the moment. Um, obviously, uh, it's it helps a lot when the team's going well. We're five and three at the moment. Um, we're under no illusions that it's a very tight competition. And um, if you're 10% off on one day, any team can mm. win. So 
on the weekend, obviously, we were disappointed with the result, um, losing the Bulldogs. So we thought we had a lot of opportunities in the first half to put them away and put the you know foot on the throat type thing. And to their credit, they came out at, um, after half time and had 12 shots to our three and they yep. saturated the contest, put a lot of players around the ball and it made it difficult for us to win that territory battle. And then they would surge the ball forward and um, they would turn up in numbers. So they kept the ball in their fourth half and um, they scored heavily in the third quarter, which put us on the back foot. But um, in credit, I don't think we gave up. We... We battled hard and we tried to win the game last quarter. We fell short by a couple of goals and with a lot of learning experience out of that game, um, we haven't faced a team who, who would play three forwards at one time. Yeah. Um, so they had a lot of numbers around the ball, as I mentioned. And we had a good review and um, we've moved on from that game and we've got Adelaide this weekend on Saturday, 2.10. Yeah, um, sweet. I don't want to throw any uh, shade out there, but it's Charlie Cameron's first game against his old mob. So that would be interesting. Yeah, Obviously, absolutely. he's got a lot of good friends at that club. So the banter might be uh, already started and it'll be pretty funny yeah. on field. But yeah. Pre-game nah, meal with Eddie. Pre-game meal, nah. <laughs> might catch up with Eddie, have a coffee, but nah. Yeah. Um, now nah, looking forward to it. It's uh, we want to we want to get this win bad. We um, we haven't beaten them for a long time, and last year we only lost by five points um, later in the year. So it's going to be a good game, and our, our fans have been getting to the Gabba, and uh, we've been getting some I've numbers. I've seen, there, mate. So. I've seen the TV coverage looks good. I'm and a chance. I've heard, yeah, I've heard on the, yeah. the grapevine that uh, I'm a chance. I'm a good chance of being there. It's a um, it's a good time slot for me. Uh, two ten. Okay, so yeah. you looking for any tickets or you good to go? I might, I might hit you up. Yeah, we might, <laughs> might, might find out um, where uh, where that might be. Um, but uh, Matt, I'm a good chance of being there this weekend. Oh, if you come, I might have to put on a show. Well, you just gonna keep playing the way that you're playing. Yeah. Also, big chancy boy. Yeah, you're playing Auskick. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's, that's exciting. That's a thing. Yeah, so, so Thursday, three fifteen. He's playing Auskick uh, uh, for the first time. I'm a little yeah. bit nervous. I don't know how it's going to go, yeah. but we, we, we did Billy's Buddies last year, which is NRL. Uh, NRL was it? Billy, Billy Slater. Slater. Yeah, yep. Billy Slater. So he had a crack at that. He was a little bit physical for his age. He was four yeah. years old and he was um, kind of going about it the right way. Yeah. But, but obviously... No I wonder content. where he gets that from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his mum, obviously. Um, <laughs> <coughs> so yeah, looking forward to that. It's going to be a proud dad moment. Hopefully, um, yeah. I might get him at the back and start practicing some kicks because I've been letting yeah. him do his own thing. I haven't been, you know, putting a ball in his arm yeah. too early, but he likes soccer, but I couldn't find I couldn't find on my heart to, to sign him up for soccer. Yeah, it wasn't going to happen. No. Nah. Nah. But no, nah, it's exciting I, times. I, I remember reading James Hurd used to coach the under-10s and then later in the day would obviously coach the seniors. So there could be Correlation dual there. duties on Saturdays. Oh, I just don't know how I'm going to go on the game though. Like, I struggle with the umpire decisions already. If yeah. something goes against Chansey Boy in a game, I might be one of those dads that just gets yeah. suspended. We might we might make sure that Queensland Police is on file <laughs> so that if there's any I issues think, I the think ground, I'm going to have to, like, sit afar, sit in the car maybe with my binoculars and just yeah. cheer him when he gets a touch and beep the horn. Yeah, boy! Yeah, no, 100%. And no, look, that's that. no, 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 that's, that's going yeah. to be exciting, mate. Yeah, we'll look after that. Watch that space. That's going to be funny times. But, um, yes, the podcast is going very well. We're getting a lot of attraction. Um been top 10 a fair bit so far so every Rising. episode we've been top 10 um yep. so i really appreciate everyone that's uh tuning in on all our platforms we've got itunes that's our number one target and yep. we've got soundcloud spotify youtube and facebook now facebook we're on, now uh, we're on facebook as well so catch us on facebook watch uh, yep. it'll be up there later today and of course exclusiveinsight.com we'll yep. always share it embed the shit out of that so now nah, looking forward to it um thanks for popping up mate i know it's a tough try for you five in the morning I'm always here, mate. You're a, you're a man of your word. You come up early. And you bought the coffees today, which is a first. So 
One hundred percent. We're we're building we're building a brand here. So sponsorship engagement, oh, as you said, top look. ten in iTunes, and and we're we're growing. So there's no logo on this coffee cup. There's an that opportunity. Could be you. That's a, there's an opportunity waiting. Where we are we are open for business. One hundred percent. All right. Nah. Thanks for coming up, Sean. I appreciate that. Um, and good luck uh, coming to the game this weekend. But um, thanks everybody. Um, it's your boy Mitch Robinson and Sean Tobin. Peace out. E town. <laughs>